Hello and welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Interviews with Ordinary People. I'm your host, Nathan Andrews. On today's episode, I interview my co-worker, Sydney. A warning to viewers, today's episode contains a lot of talk about sexual subjects. I would also like to let you all know that all of my questions late in the episode come from nothing but love and curiosity about things I am ignorant about. I hope you enjoy today's show and make sure not to listen with the kids. Today's episode will begin right after a message from our sponsors. Today's episode brought to you by Nathan's Famous Beef Franks. No affiliation with the host. Today's episode also brought to you by Rent-A-Dad. No dad like me? Judgy dad? Maybe you just don't like your dad. Well then, Rent-A-Dad. Use promo code FATHERLESS to get 20% off. Order today to guarantee a dad on Father's Day. And again, use promo code FATHERLESS. This is my coworker Sydney. We've known each other, what, two years now? Two years, May 1st. Oh, all right. And uh, we'll be interviewing Sydney today. So, what year were you born? 1988. Oh, all right. You're 33. About to be in October. 33 in October. Where are you from? <clears throat> I am from New Hampshire. And did you live in New Hampshire a while, or are you just born there and moved out here? I was born and raised there. Most of my family's from Massachusetts, so I would be in New Hampshire when it had to be, but most of the time we would be at our in-laws and relatives and everybody in Massachusetts. So. Oh, that's right. You just moved to the West Coast, like, recently, huh? Yes, I did. You have any brothers or sisters? I do. I have 11 total. What? Holy mackerel. That's um, a lot. You didn't know that. What do you, how do they split up? Five, uh, I have two half on my mom's side. I'm her youngest by blood. Uh-huh. I got three stepsisters on my mother's side. Uh-huh. Uh, my dad, I'm his only with five stepsisters. So no full relatives? No full. Closest things mm. are the two halfies. That's interesting. Whole melange of people over there. Um, were you guys all in the house together at once or no? Um, with my father's side, yes. It's got to be crazy. How many kids in a house? A little one, two, three, four bedroom house, six kids, two dogs, two parents, Fuck, one bathroom. Crazy. That sounds hectic. Horrible. So what was like? What was that like growing up? Did you have, what would you say, middle of the road, bad childhood, good childhood? You know, ups and downs. Had a mostly good. Made it out of life. Mostly good. That's cool. What would you say your some of your earliest memories are? What would you say your mo- your earliest significant memory is? Earliest significant memory? What's the first thing you remember? Some a big deal happening in your life? Oof. Hey, right, we'll go Oof. another route. That's how about this? So, how close were you to your dad? Very close. Very close to your dad. You still in touch with him? Yes. Still alive. And then, what about your mom? Very close. Very close. And close to all your relatives too? Um. Yeah, mostly. I mean, your sisters and brothers? Uh, sisters and brothers, yes. Very close with all of them. So what was the bad part, if you're close with everybody and everybody's getting along, what, what was going wrong in the house at that time, as a child? I had Satan for a stepmother. Oh, stepmother. Stepmother there issues. What's uh, your stepmother's name? Just first My name. stepmother? Yeah, what's her name? Susan. Susan. Sounds like a bitch. Do you want to know what my mother's name is? 
Susan? Susan. Really? <laughs> <laughs> We'd have like <laughs> white woman named Susan. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, you lived with Susan? I did. And what was that like? Uh, she was, uh, she was alright. She, I, I feel like she secretly held a grudge because I still had somewhat of a relationship with my mother and her girls didn't have a relationship with their fathers. Their oh, father okay. So she, she kind of came with preloaded kids yeah. that took to your dad well. Yeah. He came with preloaded you, didn't take to her well because you still were with your mom. Like, I was fine with her, but she just, she was evil. We always, we always told her, like, you became such a great mom when we all turned 18. How old were you when she came around? I was seven. Seven? She was pretty, I mean, I consider her my mom, too, because she's been around since... Well, they both got the same name. Might as well just group them together. Mom. Same person. Double mom. So, do you think um, your dad noticed that? He clashing with Susan? Oh, or? yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Was he... What did he do about that? Did, what, did, did he... He's a very laid-back person, so he didn't do much. But if it did come down to it, he always took my side. Yeah. Didn't so matter, because I'm his kid. Yeah, that makes sense. And he did hear half the stuff that came out of her mouth. He was like, you don't really say stuff like that to a child and say things... Like, what would she say? Um, you know, she called me a faggot a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, she called her own daughter Dyke. You know, I am gay and she is a lesbian. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be fair, we are both homosexual, but still. She just, she was just, I don't know, she's like, we, I don't, I grew up, I matured, I became way more forgiving person than I was growing up. I, had, I was, I don't know, I hated her, I was rotten back to her. Right. That's how she treated me. I wasn't going to respect her for it. Right. Um, she's been through a lot of shit in her life, too. But, like, I still get... Regardless of how your life is, you shouldn't be treating people like that. But, like, at least it made me, like, click something in my brain to where I understood it. But she just um, she just says a lot of really nasty things she shouldn't say to her kids. So you were out as early as seven? No, not that early. But I they, they kind of had inklings. Oh, okay. I mean, I idolized Whitney Houston from a young age. <laughs> I idolized her. But a Whitney early on in life? Video They're like, games, uh-oh. Video games that played mostly female characters. I did, too. I always joked around that uh, you get to pick a male or a female. I would always pick the female because I don't want to stare at a guy's ass the whole time. <laughs> like, I always say that joke. That's that joke I always tell people. Like, you're, you're watching a porn. You want an old man having sex with a woman or a young guy with a nice dick? And guys are like, oh, the nice guy with the young dick. I'm like, why are you looking at the dick, homie? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, that is true. That's something funny I'd like to get into maybe it's, a little later towards it's the true. end. true. Because it is accurate that guys love a good-looking man with a large penis in pornography. Yeah, I think for the so most part. so scared to... But I mean, not, every, not all of them are. I mean, but yeah, we can get into that later. That's always interesting stuff. So, um, pretty normal childhood. Yeah. Crazy stepmoms, probably for some pretty crazy fights. Did anything ever, like, really blow up? Like a big screaming match or anything? Oh, all the time. <laughs> really? All the time. Over what? Um, just little dumb things. She would just be in a mood. Like, you'd walk home, like, this is like when I was probably a teenager, you'd walk home from school, whatever, getting there, and she's, like, washing dishes, looking out the window into the driveway, and sees us coming, and you can just tell she's ready. Yeah, like, she you know was, what you're going and into. And you're, like, walking in the house, you're like, oh, God, what? It's gonna be a day. And she'd come and say something nasty, and I'd pop back, because, you know, I was 15. But, um, uh, all her kids, I'm not even her was by blood, never once did the words, I hate you, come out of my mouth. Yeah. Her kids said that to her every other day. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to hate person. She yelled like. at me a really bad guy on my face. I just sit there and take it. One day I did get 
Mm. One day, I got, I said that this is when I was like almost moving out. I think I was like 17. My sister, one of my older sisters was there visiting. She was like 20. And she's sitting in the living room and Susan's just doing Susan things. And then I finally just yelled at her. I'm like, stop, fucking cunt. I just yelled. <laughs> and she looks at me, hopped. My sister's in the living room. I'm like, <laughs> and I took a thing of water because I was washing dishes and just threw it in her face and nice. walked out to the house just because she, she just, another kind of evil. Yeah. Was she really hateful towards gays or did she just use that? No, she just used that just because yeah. she wanted to be cruel. Yeah, that's what I kind of figured. Um, what was what was school like? You went to school on the East Coast? I did. But did you, you didn't go to any school out here, right? Nope. Okay, nope. so you did all school on the East Coast. What was, what was uh, like uh, middle school? School, I, um, before we moved in with them, we, I went to, I was in a big town called Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Big normal town, you know, like class of like 1500, drugs and all the jazz, what's going around there. And then my stepmother, they're in this little town called Epping. Um, school population, my graduating class was like 70. Mm-hmm. Tiny. So it was like, I was the first like half black kid. My dad was the one black guy in town. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was fine for the most part, but there was some racism and some fights that were had. So Experience in school, like, was it like early on in school or did it probably got worse in high school? High school. Yeah. It was really in high school. In so. School. I had the normal teasing. So you were in that same small town during high school? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I went in there from 6th grade, the summer of 6th grade into 7th, I went there. Were you out by then? Uh, no, I didn't come out officially until, I told my dad, I think when I was like 16 or 17. They mm. kind of knew, but I just yeah didn't come do it out there. And then I did the Facebook thing like when I was, what, like four, four years ago, five years ago? Five years ago? Four? Four. <laughs> I just didn't care to last stuff like that because if you knew you knew you asked me I told you yeah you weren't like hiding it but no. not shouting it from the mountaintops exactly. either yeah that makes sense what uh what kind of kid were you in high school were you popular or just completely picked on or I was kind of relationships did you have with anybody or? I was pretty much I was kind of everything I um music was my passion so I played did a lot of I played saxophone many instruments was in band nerd also, also was a triathletic varsity captain for all four years. Nerd alert. And I um, guess that's not nerdy, that's a jock thing. Right? And then I also was artsy, so I did art, music, and sports. Um, I had my best friend, Samantha, she was an anime freak, and then my other one, Tony, she was kind of gothy, she was a freak. Uh-huh. Um, and then I had a couple other friends who were just jocks, so I was kind of in lay of the land of wouldn't put myself in one cliche stereotype in school. <laughs> I've seen too many high school movies for that. Yeah, I've been in kind of everything. So what went on in high school? Did you ever get into drugs or anything? Or? Marijuana. Mary Jane. That was it. My drank. old friend comes again. Marijuana, lots of drinking. So what was that like? When's, what was it like the first time you smoked? I think I faked it. Faked being high or yeah, smoking? Yeah, I think it takes, like, now, like, I can take a couple puffs and I don't feel anything. I have to really smoke. Yeah, a lot of people say the it. first time they don't really feel anything. So I actually. just think I acted. I'm like, oh, this is great. And I acted like an idiot, but so did my friends, too. And But the first time I noticed I got high, I just kind of ate food and chilled out. <laughs> Played video games. <laughs> ate a lot of food and passed very, out on the couch. Very not, very not dramatic. <laughs> I don't like doing that. Playing video games while high was fun, but I didn't mind the snacking. 
Where did what did you do though? Did you go to, like parties or anything? You big party or? I did. I went to a couple parties. They were fun to go to, but I didn't care for them as much. I mostly went to my friend's house, played video games a ton. Uh-huh. Um, most of the smoking happened with my sports friends and drinking. Oh really? Yeah. With all the jocks. Yeah. Or were they like the big partiers? Yeah, they're big partiers. Like none of them really, uh, really drank too hard, but they smoked a lot of weed. Yeah, I never really hung out with any jock kids. You'd think they would be, like, pretty on top of their party game, but uh, it doesn't sound like anything very exciting. But, to be honest, wasn't really. It was all right. It was kind of meh. So what brought you to the West Coast? Uh, I always kind of wanted to live out here. Um, until I lived here, and now I don't want to live here. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I met Paul, and Paul was also trying to come out here to pursue his career. Oh, you met Paul out there? Yep, met Paul in Mass. Well, how old were you when you moved out here? I was... Well, like 30? Was that not, not that long ago, right? I think it was three years ago. 29, 30, 29. Oh, that's crazy. But, like, how did it happen, though? You just just we, packed up a U-Haul? We were, or? That well, seems crazy, moving across the whole country. That pretty much how it happened. We were just... We were dating. We're a year into our relationship, coming up to a year, mm-hmm. and like six months into our relationship, we're like, "Yeah, let's do it." So we just saved six months worth of stuff. We got a U-Haul, quit our jobs, packed everything we had into that U-Haul, and started our trek across the country. <laughs> what was that like? Uh, it's pretty great. Like the trip itself is great. Paul and I were new in a relationship, so that was rough. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say you're we less than a, a year in, so what was that like we traveling fought, the country? We fought so much just because we're both very prideful people, <laughs> very prideful and do no wrong, and we're super fucking argumentative when, it, when we need to be. <laughs> so what were you guys arguing over the whole time? That, it, I think it was more me, just because I like to control everything. I was also in a car accident senior year of high school, so it messed me up cars so like when i'm not driving a car i have a little bit of anxiety wait what happened car accident in high school what was that when did yeah, that happen january 4th 2007 what happened there i you know you wake up you just kind of know your day's gonna suck you just feel it's gonna be a bad day i woke up late so like mm. great great start to the day let's get to school because I, I have to pick up my friend who lives across town rob so i drove across town he takes forever i use that to go inside and wake him up because he's still asleep. <laughs> so I woke him up, he comes outside, and it's just a horrible day, late start. And we're just driving in my little 89 red Corolla towards school, and we're getting ready to cross the street to head to like, the final stretch where the school is, and a big old dump truck filled with gravel destroyed my car, ran a stop sign. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Did you get any injuries from that? Sure did. Broke my C7 vertebrae of my neck and my pelvis. Ugh. Cracked several ribs, that's why I can't really turn my neck all the way. If you've ever noticed, I can't like <laughs> really? I have like a normal range of motion. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, or if you see me like at work and I'm doing like the next things, uh-huh. forever sore. Yeah. Um, yeah, it hit him directly on. Apparently, they said my head went through the windshield. And, you know, wow. I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. But uh, too cool thing, for seatbelts. <laughs> no, funny thing is, if if I was wearing a seatbelt, they said it would have cut me in half. I would have choked you out. Also, right at the last second, if I didn't step on the gas or accelerate, right at the very last second, he probably would have for sure been dead, and I would have been a lot more injured than I was because it would hit us direct. So it kind of hit like his side and like the back. 
And this was just a, f- a high school friend of yours? Yeah, it was Rob. He was one of my closest friends at the time. That's wild. What happened? How did he make out of it? He broke part of his spine. <laughs> I still remember exactly what it happened to. He broke part of his spine, but uh, he was a gamer. He liked to play Final Fantasy Online at the time. So as soon as, <laughs> as soon as we get hit, I just remember everyone's like outside the car, like, oh, God. And I just look at him. The first thing he does is open his laptop. No. <laughs> Slap his laptop's laptop. broken. His That's the worst laptop. part for him. <laughs> he looks at me, his mouth bloody. He kind of like looks at me. I look at him mouth, but I'm like, it looks like we're not going to school. <laughs> at least we're out and of then, school uh, today. And then I start blacking out and just, I don't know, I don't remember. I just start crying. Yeah. I'm like, here, call my dad. He calls my dad and tells my dad and he's in a car accident. My poor dad was a baker at the time. So he's like, what? What do you mean? What? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we're getting in the ambulance and then my phone was off and ambulance took me and him to the hospital what was it like a city truck or something yeah like a big old city dump truck did you get a settlement out of that, that must uh, be a nice I settlement. did my dad had it I never saw it nor did anything with it well they did they like pay your medical bills or anything like I that I don't know I was a minor I didn't pay nothing I don't know hmm. my dad didn't really have me worry about that man if it was a city truck you probably could have cleaned up with a lawsuit probably could have gotten millions out of that I have a feeling it's fine because you know, Everything. Missed opportunities. My poor little car. I love you that thing. You sue the next dump truck that hits you, okay? Hey, I was you 17. I can't me. sue. That was you my dad. listen to me. Sue that dump truck to hell. So wait, where were we? So, car accident. Explaining coming to California. Fighting with Paul. That's so crazy, though, because, like, you're fighting with Paul because he got this horrible car wreck, but he knew about it, right? Cause yeah, he, he does. Like but he still likes to fight and Were you guys dating at the time of yeah. the car wreck? No, that was when I was in high school. I didn't meet Paul till I was later in my twenties. Oh, okay. I was gonna say he would have freaked out. Like when I got pistol whipped, I was just dating Tiana and she lost her mind. She was so mad because I didn't call her right away. Did your dad like have to rush to the hospital or something crazy? Like all movie like Yeah, he got to the hospital. I remember I was in my room, he came in, he was crying, he was freaked out. Um and then my stepmother, because she worked my high school, this is my high school, this is the elementary school right next to it. She's uh-huh. a paraprofessional at the elementary school. Oh, some, shit. So she was, like, right by Somebody you, was of. there. Like, the whole town knew. It was a little town. Yeah. So it was, like, a little red car just got destroyed. Yeah. And she, like, said she felt it in her gut. So then she called my dad, and my dad's like, I'm on my way to the hospital. It was Sydney. Wait, this your mom or... It's my... Evil. Okay. <laughs> we gotta, like, give names here. So we got, like, Susan and, like, Susan E. Yeah. or something. So she walked in crying. <laughs> Um, she's sitting there pulling glass out of my head as I'm, like, laying in the bed. Is that one of the times you felt closer to her? I mean, that's yeah, kind of nice that she came she, and... She had her evil moments, but she, like, still had her weird moments where she was, like, a normal, caring mom figure. And then after I was 18, she's been perfect. But... Man, that is crazy. Yeah, so forever car anxiety because of that. <laughs> so now, um... Is that why you drive a little tiny car? No, we bought that because we came to California and we were dead broke and that was the cheapest car in Carvana. I mean, I, I feel like if I was in that kind of car accident, I wouldn't want to drive around in like a murdered out SUV or something. My cars I've had, well, that's technically Paul's car. My car I had after that, I had an 86 Cadillac DeVille. A little All tank. steel. <laughs> and then I also had a Ford F-150. Yeah, like... So I've been in bigger cars since then, but we needed something cheap when we got here, so... But that little thing's gonna be terrifying to drive around California streets after your accident. That thing is like a tuna can. When I drive, I feel like I'm more comfortable, so I'm just kind of. Oh, so you're worse as a passenger, maybe? Yeah, I'm a horrible passenger. Oh, okay. One of those backseat drivers. 
Well done. Like, if you just hit your brake too hard or if you're driving a little too fast and I feel it and I'm, like, very conscious of it, I, like, slow down. I'm only going, like, 77. I don't fucking care. Slow That's down. That's crazy. That's wild anxious. stuff. So, what did your parents think about you up and moving across the country? It's a pretty wild change for them. They don't get to see you anymore? Well, I, my dad had moved to Florida. Oh, so you had already... What what was your living situation before you moved here? Were you living I by yourself? Lived um, or with roommates or something? I think I was twenty two. Mm-hmm. I lived in Wisconsin for seven years, mm-hmm. um, and then after Wisconsin, I moved in with my brother in Connecticut. And my mom was the nanny for the kids, so she was there Monday through Friday. So I shared a room with my mom for like two years. Bad mom? No, this is my birth mother. I can't keep track of this shit. <laughs> Good Susan and bad Susan. <laughs> so good Susan. Yes. Is that you, who That's you were mom. living with before you left here? Yeah, essentially. I was living with my brother and she was there. How'd she feel about you moving? Uh, she, was, she was fine with it. Her only thing was like, don't do what you did in Wisconsin and call me. Like once every few months, I want to talk to you more than that. Yeah. So she was very mom. She was very sad. And like we got, we got, I mean, we were always very close. I'm her youngest. I'm her mom. I'm a mommy's boy. Well, I'm sure she acted like supportive but what do you think she felt oh, like she, she was she wants me home i'm her favorite yeah so she's devastated probably yeah i'm her favorite do you so have you kept up on that jerk oh, yeah, face we, you calling her a lot you just FaceTiming on be, monday you when i was in be, bed you, with coronavirus vaccine symptoms you better be calling her a lot i do Love that's my good mama. are you planning on visiting her or do you uh, not try that christmas time usually when i try to do it visiting my dad's yeah why did your dad move to florida uh, they wanted to be out of the cold. <laughs> so my dad and my stepmom sold their house, sold their cars, rented a car. All him and Bad Susan went to Florida? Yep. And then, How yeah, did you feel it. about that at the time? Them going to Florida? Well, just losing your dad. Because you couldn't just... Take, I, at your age, you couldn't just up and visit him in Florida, I'm sure. I was, you know, I was fine. I'm very... <coughs> Paul thinks I'm, like, cold-blooded. But at the same time, he's like, you're just very realistic so I'm just I mean, I mean, there's FaceTime there's phone calls I'm not too sad about it oh, okay and he lives right outside of Florida I mean outside of Disney my grandfather works for Disney so I can go to Disney for free whenever I want to uh-huh. so it just makes the vacation spot very good for me so I didn't <laughs> how many times have you visited him uh, visited oh, twice. him out there twice I haven't, seen, I haven't seen him in two years <laughs> I haven't been to Florida in yeah. since my one of my sister's wedding that was like six, seven years ago. Wow. I saw him, he flew up north with my stepmom, and I saw him right before I moved out here. What keeps you from visiting him more? Pay time off. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Where did you work before GMS? I, uh, like curious. in California or in general? Yeah, the la- what was your last job? My last job, I worked at UFC gym corporate office. And that I was, was in California? Yep, yeah, I was there for a few months. What was that like? Um, the, what an incredible company to work for. Um, beautiful, like, state-of-the-art office. Mm-hmm. They just care about people, but my little team of conniving women were horrible, so I just... <laughs> they just were bad, very backstabby and really gross people. Uh-huh. Is that why you left there? Yeah, I, I, they lied about what the position was. And I just was unhappy, so I, like, called in a lot. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so right before my vacation to go fly home for Christmas, they called me and they're like, oh, you're no longer an employee. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> and I flew home the okay. next day to Florida, to, uh, to Boston for Christmas. What kind of jobs did you have before that? I worked as a bank teller and a banker for a bit. And while I did that, I worked for CVS. So I was working two jobs for Ew, gross. quite a bit of time. I don't think I could ever work two jobs at once. It was brutal. Yeah, I, I need I money, would... though. I don't know. Six in the morning till like two forty-five, three o'clock, and then three o'clock till ten, Monday through Friday. CVS was the late night. Yep. What did you do there? Were you like a security guard? Uh, no, I worked the cashier for a bit. Got promoted to a supervisor. Ran the store. Cross trained me in pharmacy tech. So you were like at a CVS yep. at like nine o'clock at night. Yep. What's the craziest thing ever happened at the CVS at nine o'clock at night? That's Clinton, Connecticut. There's nothing crazy. I think the craziest thing was looking across the street at the liquor store. I heard a boom, and somebody, like, drove their car through the liquor store. Oh, really? Yeah. What happened there? Uh, they were just drunk, and they accidentally <laughs> went to drive, drive instead of reverse. Go out and see what happened? That's yeah, the whole crazy. store did. So towns that everybody just, like, stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> went outside. Nobody cared. The customers didn't care. They walked outside, too. <laughs> You're like, sorry, I don't know. I'm supposed to be ringing up your... Pepto-Bismol right now, but I gotta see what's Everyone going on outside. Wondering. That was a little small, cute town with, like, bomb seafood. Like, right on the water. It was, I Look, that place has a little spot in my heart. I love that town. Very tiny. What a boring CVS to work for. My brother-in-law worked, he's a, did security overnight at a CVS out here, and it's a fucking oh, that's a hard madhouse. They're like, do you want to transfer to CVS when you go out there? You can. I did, and I came out here for, like, a week. And the one by my house... You have to be part of the union to work for. Uh-huh. So you can't even work for it. But I helped them a couple times. And then they put me at this one on beach. And not the 24-hour one. It's like the one that's across the street, literally, from another CVS. Yeah. It isn't 24 hours. <laughs> I know those ones, yeah. That's the one I was there. And that just wasn't all about it. I saw this crazy homeless guy who had, like, T-shirts on his shoes. And I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts on his shoes. Yeah, like he wore t-shirts for shoes, and he was, like, jumping on cars and being crazy. And I'm like, this is California. Yeah, this is... Welcome to California, CBS, buddy. This cool. is where the crazies are kept. Big nope. So, um... So, after CBS, you went to the UFC gym place, and then now you're working at GMS. And then I worked, applied to a little... What do they call that? You went through the, uh... Temp agency. Temp All agency, about people. Right? Yeah, I think I went through that same temp agency. Yeah, and then that guy called me. He's like, your resume is awesome. I have a place for you. I'm like, cool. He's like, uh, go here at this date. They're very, very <laughs> I'll never forget this. You, this. But this place, you punctuality, they're all about punctuality at this place. And he was <laughs> not lying. Yeah, that's so, all they uh, care about. Yeah, I had my interview. It was supposed to be with Lupe, but Lupe was not there, so it was just Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Man, whatever happened to Lupe? I never got to hear that story. I don't even know really what happened. I just remember the day they said she no longer works here. And they were like, she's here. You guys need to tell you that. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, they had like security for like a week. I'm pretty sure she like left angrily or something. Ken had to drive her home in the company vehicle and take the vehicle. Well, yeah, because she didn't have any other way home, I'm sure. So, God, imagine that car ride home. Oh. <laughs> Ken, <laughs> Ken could handle it. Though. That had to be the most awkward car ride ever. Yeah, that happened. and then. But nobody told me what happened with her. We, you met Paul, what was that like when you guys first met? Did you mm-hmm. like love at first sight, or you guys were friends at first? We met on Grinder. Or... Oh, Grinder, nice. Yeah, we That's met on Grinder. I was actually, um, so my mom was going to my brother's during the week, and then she'd go back up home to New Hampshire. Um, 
during the weekend, so I drove up with her because, you know, that's where I'm from, so I wanted to see some of them and stuff. It was St. Patrick's Day weekend-ish around that time. And he was up there at his fraternity. He was a frat boy in college mm. for a party, and then he was driving home. We were both on Grinder at the same time at the right place, apparently, because he was parked at a movie theater by my house. He was in the mood looking for stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> I wasn't. I was just bored. And we just started talking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I sort no, of believe no, it. No, the trust. We just started talking. Because Grind- actually... Grindr is not a dating app, It's a right? dating app. That's what they call it. But people but don't. But it's not. They do date, app, right? They do date, but they do other things, too. I mean, it's exclusively for finding guys to hook up but with, right? for me and Paul, we didn't hook up. We started talking. And we're like, we actually like where this is going. Mm-hmm. Let's just not hook up. Let's mm-hmm. just talk. So That's cool. we talked nonstop for about three days. And then... I he was living about an hour and ten minutes away from me. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So then we every weekend since then, like three days later, I just went up to his house after his hockey practice, and but he saw me, he kissed me, and instantly fell in love, pretty much. And we just hung out. Mm, sweaty hockey practice guy. That sounds nice. He showered first. So it was great. Why? That's terrible. Gotta get you that. Gotta get that hockey, hockey pads smell repulsive. Gotta get that musk. No, going. it's not. It's like sour milk. It's not a cute thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good smell. Don't say sour milk to me. That's what hockey pads it's smell disgusting. like. The worst smell I've ever <clears throat> smelled in my life, and you might not believe it, but it's true. The absolute worst smelling thing ever is a shirt after a full eight-hour shift working at Subway. I that would no. It's fucking disgusting. I worked at Jimmy John's as a store GM, so I can I feel you. I, my buddy who worked in the seafood department at Ralph's was just like, what the fuck is that? And it was like, all right here on the belly. Where, that's where the counter is. Right? So you get a little bit of every yeah. splashed juice. And it was probably, and it was. And it also had to do with the bread being proofed. And the, it was the most disgusting smell I've ever smelled. Well, luckily, you work on a subway. You didn't have to slice your own meat. So I had that added to my pile of stomach smells. Yeah, they used to slice meat at Subway to some guy chopped a finger off. At least that's what my boss told me. That happens at Jimmy John's all the time. They still slice meat. <laughs> still do. Uh, still sad about that Jimmy John's being gone. Now. I don't know where I'm going to get I, my BLTs from now. I am at uh, Jersey Mike's. It's too expensive. But Jimmy John's, I mean, their BLTs Plus are good. Plus it was right next to work. It was so easy. That place was horrible, though. Oh, I just ordered through the app and went and picked it up. I never really had to deal with it. They, they were so bad. I was I was like being a GM at one. I'm just like I don't know how this place is still up. And then lo and behold, they're not anymore. It's not. Yeah, it's closed now. You should have been running that place, man. Could have made it better. Ass. They offered me my own store back in Wisconsin, and I said no. That's crazy. We made a lot of money from it. So, what was it like uh, growing up gay? Did you have a lot of relationships before Paul, or was he like your first? He's my first actual relationship, male or female. What what did you have before then? Kiss a couple boys or something fun? Or? No, I hooked up with lots of people. <laughs> I was a little bit of a slut. <laughs> you know, and I'm not trying to make a theme on my interview show. It's fine. I, I did interview two gay guys recently, and that seems to be kind of I a... I know both of them. Right? <laughs> not from my younger days, though. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. How well do you know both of them? One of them probably would have been like four, so that's illegal. When I was in high school, so I can't... <laughs> Back in my slut days, he was too young. But um, that does seem kind of like a trend. Well, because you usually figure maybe out just the one out of two. Because you're visually attracted to it, so you want to see if you're actually attracted to it. So you touch it. Do you? Wait a second. So you see 
being yourself as being a whore is just making sure you're gay. No, I, I like <laughs> I liked it a lot though. Liked it more than I thought I would. I did. I did. A lot of my best friends, those jock guys who were straight, weren't so straight. Really. That's interesting. Very true. One of them were twins, and neither one had any clue the other one was doing stuff with me. We were just best friends. Okay, wait. Now. In high school, yeah. you're sleeping with twins. Yep. Separately. Yep. And they didn't know about they it? They didn't know. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Oh, man, that's funny stuff. So, were you ever worried about the danger of sleeping around with guys? Or sleeping around with anybody, heterosexual or straight? Like... Um, did anything ever catch up with you? Any crazy, like, uh... Nasties? Well, not... Diseases? Well, that... I mean, that... Uh, that's, drama? That's what I would be scared of. But, yeah, the drama, like, any, like... Being caught? Well, like, that t- that twin situation, but they found out. Like, anything like that. What, there was one time it found, they kind of found out, but we played it off. He was just really stupid and didn't believe... Just believed us. So, who was that? You were sleeping with, like, uh, one guy that knew another guy? Um, no, it was the, one of the... One of the twins, yeah. And one of his friends came... So we used to they had a <laughs> they had a camper in the driveway, so that's where we like slept all the time. Um, had sex, you can yeah. say it. it's not a family. Yeah, show. We, had, we had sex, <laughs> slept. That's where we napped, you know, with our penises. We were just we were <laughs> we weren't eighteen, right? So we didn't know what lube was. We used Vaseline. <laughs> um, so after we were doing the deed one time, he went inside to go get a drink, and he didn't know he had a stain on the bottom part of his shirt and pant area from like Vaseline because he left his shirt on when he was doing his stuff wow that is interesting stuff so his whole family was in there and he had to play it off real hard <laughs> what it was what did he say he was doing the dishes in the camper or something he said his food grease slipped on him <clears throat> they didn't come out to check if we ate food but <laughs> it worked come out where's the tacos <laughs> this guy's got shit off his shirt where, <laughs> where are the carne asada tacos that's crazy. Now, see, it's funny for me. It's, like, almost interesting and, like, curiosity because I was the complete opposite. I was never a whore. I was with very few women before my wife. Shamingly few, probably. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> but, um, well, it's funny because now that I'm married with kids and into the relationship, I kind of love it. It makes me feel like uh, like I did it the right path, you know, but... I'm also kind of jealous. I want to be sleeping with twins in high school. I mean, that yeah, how, that was fun, right? Two blonde hair, blue eyed jockey boy twins. I mean, come on, how much fun was that? While I was dating a female who was also a twin, and she's a bombshell. I've, how many females have you had sex with? Five. Or have you had sex with five? Yeah. And now, sex has got to be pleasurable either way, right? Yeah. But when you're having sex with a woman, what makes you not want to do it again? I'm just confused about that. I mean, probably because I've never had sex with a guy. I think it's just the... Or, no, maybe that's not the right question. <coughs> now, again, I, I preface this with I'm, I'm ignorant, okay? I and none of this comes from a place of anything but sheer curiosity. Of course. And we got into it with Leo, too, about the whole tops and bottoms things. Mm-hmm. Very interesting and eye-opening. But, um, so, you got into the part where you slept with the woman, so yeah. obviously something was there, but then... Just didn't like it, or just there just wasn't any passion with it. Like it was like, oh, this feels cool, but that's it. It feels cool. Huh. Thanks. Huh. Like I could hook up with a chick, 
And just to get your rocks off. Just to get my rocks off and not call them again and never bat an eye or feel bad about it. Right, because there was just zero... Just nothing. Like, even if they're... Zero emotion. Me, zero like, emotion in it. Yeah, that. yeah, there's nothing. Because even when you're being a whore with random people in high school, there's still emotion. Like, ooh, this guy, ooh, my I like rule, that guy. My rule, it didn't matter if it was male or female. I did not kiss when I looked up. No kissing. That's too passionate for me. Okay, Julia Roberts, calm down. Hey, she's a queen. Yeah. <laughs> she sure is. No kissing. Oh... Uh, but yeah, getting back to the like, what, what is that like? Um, what's like the day to day? You know, it's like your phone rings. It could be any one of the three people you're sleeping with, or like, uh, what's 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 that like? Just being, I don't even like the word whore because it's not really that you're just something whore. Like you were probably like the cat's meow, right? I mean, these people obviously it's like wasn't like, really a lot of phone stuff. Not like you were forcing. Oh yeah, I guess it was before all that. But like we had Virgin Mobile stuff, but like in the next hell's. <laughs> Bought walkie-talkies, so we had a couple of those, but we didn't really do that because none of us, like I wasn't out, they both are married and have kids, Wow! Um, so they would never... Wait, the straight guys? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. One of them, well, they were married with kids. One of them actually, this is juicy. Keith. Uh His name was Keith. Uh He killed himself last week. Wow. Breaking news. Surprise. You think it's because of his denial? I yes, he had a. I remember like we used to do all that stuff, and then he dropped out of school when we were like sixteen, and mm-hmm. we lost touch. We didn't really, we we didn't have to lose touch, but we just went in different paths in life. Right, and, right. Um, Nothing bad. Just I remember touch. when I was in my twenties visiting my mom, uh-huh. like the weekend thing. He was actually like with his then girlfriend with two kids. And um, he was like, hey, let's hang out. So we went to eat, drink beer, smoke weed. He's like, I can't believe I'm smoking weed with you. That's something I've always wanted to do. Uh-huh. We're just smoking weed. And he's like, you remember like when you used to ask me when we were younger, my like biggest, darkest secret? And I'm like, oh, he's finally going to tell me he's good. Yeah. And I was like, I'm in love with him for so many years. Yeah. Um, he's like, you remember my side of the family, my cousins? Like, I've been close. His sister was in my grade. I've been close to their family since I was really young. He's like, remember my side of the family we don't talk to? I'm like, yeah. He's like, my cousin molested me. Oh, wow. And my whole family knew about it. That's why we don't. And I'm like, what? Rock my heart. He's like, so I don't know if that plays into me doing things with guys, uh-huh. even though he doesn't want to be with one. Um, so when he told me that, I was just kind of like, wow. He's dealing with a lot mentally. Right. So I'm thinking he, when he, I found out he, his sister messaged me and told me he had killed himself. Um, How'd he do it? Hung himself. Sorry, I gotta ask some tough no. questions. Hung himself. So, uh, growing up, I mean, I guess there's like porn magazines, movies. I feel like as a as a heterosexual <laughs> cisgender. Your neighbor just turned around right when you said that. She was like, "I do." <laughs> She's like, "Excuse me, what are they talking about?" Porn. Keep to yourself, lady. We're making a porno. No shit. <clears throat> but um, I feel like as a heterosexual cisgender, you get like a lot of examples of sex so like when you did first start having sex you say you didn't know anything like oh, was knew- it like really a while though like no like we knew what to do but like well the whole top and bottom thing like at a young age like, on Grinder, I know they like you put it on the profile yeah. right that's yeah. what Leo was saying but as a young guy maybe not your first time or your first or your second time coming to another guy and maybe it's his first or second time like how do you pick who goes first? I'm very confused about that. Just or do you just go just back it, and forth? Just so let it go where it's It just kind of flows that way? Yeah. Do we, you think because some guys are more prone to top or bottom, so it just kind of flows? Yeah, it'll flow. Huh. Um, with us, I think we were both completely versatile. 
Okay. Because neither of us were flamboyant, femi, and any just jockey dudes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we'd start off blowjobs and stuff. And I remember, I still remember, <laughs> still remember one day, like, when he figured out, like, the very first time we actually had anal sex, he, that's where he found the, because we had tried, but, you know, spit doesn't exactly work when it's a butt and it's, when it's dry, it's not a good time. You don't want to do it. So he found the Vaseline. He's like, look what I found. And then he, like, literally pulled off his pants, went in his room, laid on the ground, and just, like, lifted his head. He's like, try it. <laughs> Jump on. <laughs> try it. Like, a big old sports attitude. So I, I tried it. He's like, oh, it hurts. But then we, like, once he, like, liked it. And then I tried it. I liked it. And then. Are you still versatile? For the m- most part, yeah. no. No, I'm, like, top first. what the term is. Top first. Top so you still. First. So it's a switch thing? Paul's a big old bottom. Really? <laughs> Paul's a big old bottom. I don't know why this stuff fascinates me so much. I think it's so interesting. That's crazy. It's just like. Stuff. He's a hockey player. He's a goalie, so he's got a bum. It's great. <laughs> it's a great time. I enjoy it. I am black. I do love a butt. <laughs> oh, thank God for Paul and his big hockey ass keeping Sydney happy. That is funny stuff. It's a great thing. Um, did your parents ever figure out you were like kind of horn around or like try to stop it or anything? I feel like my, no. I feel like, so was it like, they, they knew they didn't care. Oh, they didn't know. Though? My dad was, he's a black guitar playing musician. My mom was like his groupie. She was technically in another relationship and he, so you heard a family, whole family's kind of loose with it, but right. But like he knew you were like pulling down hot tail or no. No, not. I, <laughs> I feel he like knew, I would have been bragging about that to everybody. I think he's not dumb. Like we keep in a key. I mean, we're at each other's house like every day. Right. I don't know. I just like. And I mean, technically, my walls in that little tiny house I told you about they're thin, so maybe it's probably <laughs> even heard. My parents' room was directly above mine, so. Oh lord! I hope I never have to go through that stuff. Um, if you do, just be chill and just walk away and then just go giggle in your bedroom with Tiana. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like you should have just been bragging to your dad. Those hot blonde jocks, the books them. And what's even more impressive is if you're getting it from both sides. I don't know. I, would just, I don't think I... I didn't tell my dad. I would just be straight up impressed. I didn't come out to my dad until I was like after Keith, after he had dropped out. What age did you come out to your dad? I was like 16. Okay. That's 16, not too 17. late. What was that like? He was in the shower, actually. I went in to brush my... <laughs> no, here it is. He was in the shower. I was brushing my teeth. You know, one bathroom. I had to share the bathroom all the time. Right. So he's uh, in there. What is it like a... He's like, what are you doing? Talking from on the other side of the shower. I'm like, brush my it? teeth. So like a clear plastic or like no, full shower curtain? curtain? Full okay. curtain. Just curious. Just trying to set the mood. This is like the early 2000s. No, we didn't have no, no, those so, clear glass, no, beautiful looking... No, not clear glass, but no, no, no. That shitty, cheesy, like... My apartment. You can't really see through it, no. but you can see through it. I don't think we would have shared bathrooms if that were the case. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was asking. No, yeah, no. Because that would have been hilarious. No, Anyways. I just wanted to so brush my teeth. Sorry, go ahead. So you're brushing your teeth, your dad's... He's like, what are you doing for the day? I'm like, I'm actually getting ready for a date. I just decided to tell him. And he's like, oh, with who? And I'm like, uh, Kyle, which Kyle is actually one of my best friends, talented musician, lives in Rancho Cucamonga now, because he moved out here a month before I did. Um, I'm getting ready to go on a date with Kyle. Sticks his head out the curtain. Really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's like, cool. And then he goes back to continue showering, and that's it. He's like, oh. I'm like, well, don't tell Susan yet, because, uh, you know, I don't really want her to know yet, because, you know, she's evil. 
So I went downstairs after that, getting ready for my date. She comes tiptoeing downstairs. Sneaky little bit she is. <laughs> She's like, you know, if you don't want me to know something, voices carry. She's like, I had two gay best friends growing up. I've known. I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. Yeah. And then, you know, I went down to good old Methuen, Massachusetts, met Kyle, did the hoopty dipty behind the town library, watched a movie, August Rush, and had a great day. Behind the town library? Yeah, and then the police rolled up. That was great. <laughs> okay, now. So, I've never even had sex in public. Like, so this is like out in the open air? No, in the car, backseat of the car. Oh. Man, I thought you were plowing a guy behind the library, like a homeless couple or something. That would have been terrifying. <laughs> that sounds scary, right? Yeah. But I've always kind of wanted to do it. I think public sex is like my last bastion of want to try something crazy. I've done it, but it's like, it's hard. It's hard. Because like, in the instant you go from like, you're having a great time to instantly soft and you lose it. And then you gotta, doesn't get back up because you're just like, fuck. That's <laughs> like, shit, what's going on? <laughs> and you realize, you're like, oh crap. I think I'd only be like, kind of fooling around kind of stuff in a Maybe in like a restaurant or something. Paul and I have done it. We had his, one of his friends' wedding, and it's a big hotel. We like snuck off the venue, went to like one of the wedding bathrooms, uh-huh. did the deed, went down a trail, did the deed again. Yeah, it's, it's happened a few times. Keith, the guy I was hooking up with, the twins, did it numerous times in the woods with both of them, and they're on their neighborhood. In the woods? On their trampoline several times. God, you were a whore. Sure That's was. amazing. Do you miss it, being monogamous, huh? Are you monogamous? Do you guys have a relationship? I'm curious because a lot of, I know some gays have open relationships. Yeah. Well, some straight people do. People have open relationships. I don't, to me, I don't personally believe in polyamory. It's not something I want to do. Uh-huh. If other people do it, good. Do your thing. Do you ever, you ever miss lots of, no, lots of great sex all the time? No, it's like when I met Paul, like everything changed. Yeah, same with me and Tiana. He just kind of like, He's, I mean, I don't have to worry about it. That kid's, the guy's fucking sex drive. I am the one who does not have one as much as he does. And I have a lot. Like, I have, like I'm only 32. Like, it's like every other day I want to, but he's just like every minute. Yeah. I'm a once a week kind of guy. But yeah, sometimes Same. it's got to happen. It's usually more. never when I'm working at GMS. It's always on the days off. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I've never really had a, let's do it every day kind of. It's just, it takes away the special if you do it every day. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, are you... What's Paul's background like that? in that regard? Are you ever worried about him? Was he a big slut back in the huge, day, too? Huge slut. Huge gaping huge slut? Huge slut. Ah, gaping's probably not the right it's word. It's one thing he's always situation. appreciated about me. I've never judged him for his past. So I'm like, whatever. Well, also, you got one, too. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be throwing but rocks at his last house. Some of his exes didn't really like that. I'm like, as soon as you told me you were a frat boy, I'm like, come on. He's bisexual, so he got girls, you got dudes, you got threesomes, all of the jazz. Does he still identify as bisexual? He still does, yeah. I don't get bisexuality. It's just being attracted to both. I always joke, no. I'm like, you're not bi, you're gay. I get what it means, but I always thought, I, I know we're no place in saying it, but I always thought that they're just gay, and they don't want to, like, cut themselves off of that other possibility. No, because if we were to break up, he could still fall in love with a woman. Uh, I can't fall in love with a woman. I don't find them like that. That's wild. Yeah, I just don't understand bisexuality. Probably because I'm not bisexual. But yeah. I mean, that's got to kind of be worrisome too. But uh, it's almost like he's got double the playing field that you, for you to worry about. Kind of sucky. I, like if he... Like, like if, I, I mean, to me, it's, he's, people say that with bisexual, but I was very confident in my game. Like when yeah. I was young, I was very fucking cute and... 
I always didn't find myself as cute, so I felt like verbally and everything else, I had to have a really good game, and I had a really good... I mean, I bagged all the straight jocks of my school who were, like, straight, like... All right. Easily. Um, in relationship with women, but apparently their mouths weren't as great, so... No, I... Mouths weren't as great. Hey, you know what? I've been around the block a long time, and I know very well a mouth is a mouth, okay? That doesn't make you That's game. what they said. A mouth's a mouth. And then some of them wanted the butt, so and some of them wanted their butt. Uh, okay, okay, you know what? It's not the mouth anymore. Or was that the? It wasn't gay. I was on top. That's not. The... <laughs> and they're like, "How do you do it so good?" I'm like, "I'm a dude. I have a penis. I know what it likes to be touched. You're a dude. You know exactly what on your dick should be touched. Just like technically, a woman could do better things to a woman's vagina." Yeah, no, that's, that's how it is. It's your anatomy. Gotta be accurate. I'm like, a one guy who's like, "So," I'm like, "Who jacks you off better? Like, who's the best person to ever jack you off?" Myself. I'm like. Exactly. Because <laughs> you know your way around no. the wiener. All wieners are essentially the same parts. They all vary slightly, but they're essentially yeah, the same. Exactly. Ah, damn it. Where was I going with that? Was, okay, so I need like a realistic, no hyperbole. If you don't know the answer, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, how many people have you slept with? Guesstimate. Round even 10 number. 20, 30, 40? 40. 40? That's so cool. So jealous. Paul's in the hundreds. What? That can't be right. Hundreds? Like hundred and like above a hundred. Above a, okay. When you say hundreds, I go to 253. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's, in, he's above a hundred. That is insanity. I think I just never had the confidence to do that. Or maybe it's just easier for gay guys. Do you ever find that? Like, you feel like if you had to go exclusively women, not because you don't love them or find passion, but, like, it'd be harder to get tail. I... Me, I don't know. I feel like guys were easy just because, like, if you were played at sports and played video games, guys, that's what they, like, in school, that's what they wanted their chick to do is just, like, play sports and play video games. Yeah, I feel like you had a real advantage, man. So just, I could do that, and they're like, oh, this is really chill, and then they'd be like, oh, let's watch porn or whatever, because straight guys, (sighs) graduation of watching porn together is a thing. And to be gay again. (laughs) To be gay. Or at all. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of uh, gay bashing, a lot of homophobia, sure a lot of that stuff, but uh, it still sounds pretty nice, especially it's nowadays. Nice. And I ain't afraid of the gay bashing and homophobia. I got I a can... real good hand job. I got a throw down extra shirts if I need to wear his. I don't know. It just sounds great. I just, uh, um, <laughs> one thing I didn't want to, I kind of forgot. I want to go back around to the whole thing about, okay, so you stuck with women. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to wrap this up, I promise. So I'm just curious. You're fine. Um, so you slept with women just to get your rocks off. Mm-hmm. You slept with straight guys in high school. Mm-hmm. You said not all of them was the butt. So do you think any of those guys were straight but had the, your capability to sleep with a guy just to get his rocks off? Yeah, probably. I wonder if that exists. See, That's crazy. It, to me, it did, like with them, like I found them attractive, but I knew what it was. Right. So it's just like we're getting our rocks off, but I like this more. So... Yeah, there's gotta if so if you're a gay guy that will sleep with women just to to finish, there's gotta be guys that do that. That's crazy. Like that's probably I feel like I've never met guys like that. I have a few friends like the ones who I did stuff with, uh-huh. where like even now they're in relationship with women, and when we hang out, like like I remember back home, Paul. I introduced Paul to one of them. He I told Paul he knows everything. Right. And we were going out with his lady, me, Paul, and a bunch of other friends. And he, like, grabbed my, my shoulder in front of him. He's like, you remember what we used to do as a kid? It's a joke. In front of everybody. He was so comfortable. He's like, yeah, I tried it out. His girlfriend was fine with it. Like, he's like, I tried it out. What is whatever. It's, 
That's wild. Humans are humans. But he's just so confident and comfortable, which I'm like, that's the most attractive kind of fucking man on the planet. Like, straight, a straight dude who just, like, doesn't care. He's just like, it happened. It's great. Life is life. I'm in love now. Yeah. Like, it's, he just accepts life for how it goes. You got a big wiener? Yeah, I was kind of a size queen. Yeah, that's the that's the, the big, confidence. The big the big wiener. Straight man. If you ever find a straight man that's confident, he's got a big wiener. He was a Puerto Rican dude too, like <laughs> beer can. <laughs> beer can. Yeah, that was my thing. I liked the ethnic dudes and then my blondies and full blown gingers. Really? The the weirdest thing I was still to this day I've never met a ginger dude who had a little penis. They're like the second black man. Well, I mean, God's got to give them something, I guess. They're huge. Uh, huge. <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> How many ginger guys are we talking about here? I've been with a few. I wonder if this is like a good sample is what I'm saying. Like, when you figure this out, maybe all ginger pe- men have big penises. That'd I be have, a revelation. I feel like it's so accurate. <laughs> I've been with like probably maybe five or six and none of them. It's not like I was like, oh, show me your dick. Nah, pass. It's like, they were cool and chill, and then we pulled out of the pants. I was like, Jesus Christ. Huh. Has that ever happened? Any micro penises in your day? That's got to be disappointing. I think if you caught... Uh, no. Any any disappointing penises? Or when you pull the guy's pants in, you're like, uh, I don't... Okay. Because <laughs> that's got to happen to women, right? I think once... It wasn't micro, it just it smelled really bad, and I'm like, no, can't do it. Uh, but... Gross. No, I think the micro average is like a five-incher. But it wasn't even micro. I don't know. I didn't get it. five inches. Is not slightly racist, horrible joke. I didn't get it with any Asians. Oh yeah, nice. Great podcast. Great interview. Yeah. That's the end of today's episode. I promise someday these will not end so suddenly. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. Tune in for next week's episode when I interview my sister Asia. And watch out for an interview coming soon with Sydney's boyfriend, soon-to-be-famous comedian, Paul. Thanks again for listening, and be kind to each other.